This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, Episode 11. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today we're looking at teaching style. And when we're talking about teaching style, we're talking about how do you approach either the, the, the idea of instruction, coaching, kind of whatever fits your need and your platform. And one of the things that is key to remember as a coach, either a new coach or a seasoned veteran, is that we're always in a state of learning and developing and trying to figure out how to make improvements or how to adjust and make changes either in a practice, in the game, on the fly, or any of those other things. Every time I step onto a field, regardless of the sport that I've coached or that I instruct, uh, I'm somebody that very much likes to be prepared. I know that that's important for a lot of different people. And some of that preparation can, will, will vary depending on uh, what, the, what I'm doing or what the situation is and wh- who I'm working with. If it's young kids at an introductory level, if it's more advanced level, uh, my, my approach is more or less the same. The outcomes and how that comes across may vary a little bit just because I may or may not have to spend more time on, on certain topics or setting, laying the groundwork. And I can just come in and everybody knows, you know, set. So some of that preparation is going to vary. Uh, and, and I'm somebody that really likes to uh, write out a plan. Now, that plan may or may not stay the same. It's likely that it will evolve over time or at basically in the middle of practice, just throw it out the window and, and let's go for something else. Because... When you're setting up a class and you're setting up a lesson or, uh, you know, you're doing a, a practice in particular, your approach is going to have to, in some ways, uh, adjust to the learning styles of the different participants that are in front of you. And, you know, also some of it comes down to personality and how you like to interact and how you like to express yourself or uh, you know, how you explain different things. You know, everyone's got their own kind of style to teaching, instructing, and coaching. And so it's it's important to kind of look at what's out there and maybe model uh, uh, kind of what you like and what you don't like. You know, kind of figure out where you're going to fit in that and kind of build your own uh, approach. And And that's key is figuring out what's working, what works for you. You know, my style isn't going to work for you, it, or it may or may not. It just depends. I like to, you know, I'm pretty expressive. I like to kind of get involved with the group. Uh, I'm not as much standing around when I'm instructing. I like to get involved. I like to uh, do a lot of verbal cues, use imagery. Uh, I can get pretty excited, and, and especially at the youth levels, is getting them excited, getting them running around, you know, having fun, all that stuff. So the approach is going to vary, and, and how you how you go about teaching a different lesson, you know, it's kind of up to you. And what I've found is, over time, the more I've gotten into teaching, the more I've, I'm, I'm going out and I'm looking at what others are doing. And that's a key, really, really, really key uh, fact, and, and it's important to take time to watch others. 
see what they're doing and basically steal what they're doing that you like and it's something that's working. Maybe it's an approach and how they're explaining a drill or an activity or maybe it's a certain game or, or just how they're setting it up or just something that you like. Steal it and use it for your own. Build it into what you're doing because that's what's going to enhance and continue the learning. And, and going out and learning and, and being open to the, the opportunity and the possibility that everybody you come into contact, whether it's teaching or coaching or instructing, whatever that may be, that everyone you are, are watching or listening or interacting with has some value that you can take with you and vice versa. But every time I'm, I'm watching somebody, I'm seeing how are they setting things up. You know, is there something I can use to better myself, to improve what I'm trying to do? And that, that idea that you're never done learning, you're never done progressing and building and, and evolving how you start and how you instruct and, and all these things is really vital to the long-term development and your just ability to be comfortable so you can step into you know, teaching or instructing or coaching and, you know, kind of all these different things. You just pull all these resources at your disposal from your experience and your knowledge to become successful. And that's a really difficult and time-consuming process. It's not something that happens overnight. It comes with, you know, years and years and years of, of experience, of trying, of failing, going through successes. And frankly, you know, at, at when I when I coach, I may coach, uh, you know, 20, 30 different kids, and one week I'll have an exercise with a certain group that it just killed. They loved it. They they couldn't get more of it. And maybe the next time around, I do that exact same uh, skill or drill or whatever with a different group, and the thing fails. Now the approach maybe changed a little bit, but maybe it didn't. But the kids, maybe at that time, weren't, uh, weren't ready for it. They just weren't having it that day. And so while it's nice to have a plan, it's also important to be able to recognize when things aren't going well, to refocus, to, to maybe redirect uh, the information in a different way and then try it again. Or at the very least, like, drop it and move on to the next thing. Uh, you know, and then I'm, I'm talking specifically, you know, in a, in a class setting. And so it's important to have those backup, have a backup ready. And that's where I like to basically jot down what I'm going to do uh, for that day. And these are the goals, the, the drills or kind of the, the theme that I'm looking to, to build out that day. And because I may only have 45 minutes to an hour with a group. Sometimes I only have a half an hour with a group. And so jotting down, these are the things I want to do so I can progress in my mind. And then in the moment, I can quickly progress from what do I need to set up? What do I need to explain? What are my, what's my downtime? Because I'm very, someone that's very much focused on minimizing downtime. And in a classroom setting where you've got parents or kids that are paying for your time and maybe you've, and you've got a limited amount of time, I, it's really important from a customer service side to be able to move quickly and transition from one thing to the next with minimal downtime so you can maximize what is happening in that class. And basically you're showing value to your customer that in this time frame, this is the type of thing you're getting 
that you're giving them. And, and that, that comes with time and that comes with the ability to kind of, you know, take a class setting and take your instruction and kind of build it out from there. But it's not something that, that happens overnight and you're going to fail at it. You're going to have those times where you're, where you got done maybe with a lesson and you're going, well, that was a nightmare. Um, but again, we have to come at it from a perspective. Your perspective of that that lesson or that instruction, you may think it was horrible. Can't wait for the next for the next one. And that's another key component to be aware of is our perception of how we are, how we instruct, how we approach something may or may not be fair. Because while there's personal, you know, you wanted to do it a certain way, you want it to be right. If the participant is having fun and the parents are, you're getting positive feedback, you know, take that. Focus on that. Don't focus on the negative of, oh, I, this, this was horrible or they, we didn't get to this part or, you know, this. They don't, they likely don't know or care. And so focus on that and, and then, you know, put it in the back of your head. Okay, the next time this comes around, this is the things I maybe want to try or I need to do or maybe I need to evolve my lesson or, or maybe... I need to set up more groundwork leading into a certain skill or a certain drill to make sure that the kids and the participants are going to be ready for that. So in general, when you're talking about your teaching style, your instruction, your coaching, it all takes time. You're going to get there. Just give it time. You know, Be okay with yourself. You're going to fail. Be aware of that. But don't stop. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep pushing. And in the end, if you stick with it, you're going to be able to progress. And you'll see the differences from when you started to where you become. So keep at it. Have fun with it. Never stop learning. And if you're looking for more information about floorball, check out my website at www.floorballguru.com. Oh, 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 oh,